What if I told you loving yourself could change your life? It can, and I know from experience. I'm Lo, and this is the Love Yourself Inside Out podcast. Everyone is worthy of self-love and guilty of letting others develop narratives about you. It's time to shut that down and own your narrative. Let's cut out the negativity and let yourself shine. It's never too late to love yourself inside out. listeners, it's Lo. We're back again on Love Yourself Inside Out, the podcast. So we've recently spoke about really writing your own story, owning that narrative, replacing negative things you've picked up from others and replacing it with positive things that you've said and learned about yourself. So I hope you're still practicing that because that should never stop. Always tell yourself great things, things that you love about yourself. And keep going with that. So rewriting your narrative, super powerful. Key to your self-love journey. But that next step is really identifying is everyone that's in your life. And I'm looking more at the friends, you know, your your brunch group that you're, the ladies who brunch or lunch that you're going with. Um, Maybe it's coworkers. I don't know, those friends that you have, like are all of them serving you? And I am no way, I just want to get this out here now, I am no way campaigning or saying ditch all your friends and move on to this whole new group. That is not what I'm saying at all. But I am saying that you need to take a deep dive and look at them to say, are any that don't quite like fit with this journey you're on, this journey of self-growth and moving forward and wanting to be better, aspiring to those dreams and visions that you put out there for yourself Is there anyone who doesn't really want you to get there or they're kind of like feeling like they're being left behind because that can kind of turn into this setting where they're almost taking you backward. Like the more you're pushing to go forward, you're like struggling. You're like working every day. You're putting in hours and all this effort and, you know, you're really doing a lot to invest in yourself. And then somebody's that you've trusted, that you've maybe been friends with for years or like known for years is kind of like, I don't love what you're doing because I'm not quite there. I can't get there. Therefore, I don't want them to quite be there. You know, like they were, you're almost your equal, right? You both were down on yourself or you both were this. And now like one of you is moving differently. And that's hard, right? Because we're all individuals and we're all different people and we move at different paces and we have different things going on in our lives. So sometimes you kind of outgrow or the dynamic shifts and it's like we hang on, we hang on to that relationship or that, you know, there was so much time that was input to that relationship. There was all this investment and like, how do you just let it go or maybe distance yourself enough from it? Because it's like, it feels wrong. Like, hey, they were with you during that downtime or that bad time or they were with you when you you know, got this promotion or the day you just needed to cry, they were totally there for you. And it's like, now they're not, they're not there in that same way, or they can't be that same person for whatever the reason is. Or maybe they don't want to be that same person because you've changed and you're not the same to them anymore. And they're feeling the same way about you. You just don't know it yet, right? Like all of that could be going on. But like friends, like there's, that saying, I think it's like friends are here for a reason, a season, or a moment. I think that's it. And I could be totally wrong. I think that's the sentiment behind it, though. Like people are in our lives for different reasons. And it may not be a forever thing. 
And it's hard sometimes to identify when the right time is to maybe move on or distance yourself. But if you're doing all this work where you're setting out, this is what my map is, this is my roadmap for the future, then you're thinking of how do I really write my story positively? You've identified kind of in your past, maybe where things hurt you or defined that person you were and like you're trying to realize you're not those things anymore. You're, you're moving into this new space and it's like, and then you have somebody that doesn't quite fit. It's really tough. I mean, it's tough to let go of a friend, but I've been through it and I'm going to tell you, I don't know, almost like a reality-ish TV story about it because really the ending of our friendship took multiple months, but it really blew up like on a scene that you could have seen on reality TV and been like, oh my gosh, they're going to like stop it here because it's going to be a cliffhanger and we're not going to know what happened till the next episode. Like not many times in my life do I look at something and say, oh yeah, that would have been great TV. But like in this era of reality TV, which I admitted I am a reality TV junkie. I love it. Love it. All of Bravo. I mean, not every show, but like a vast majority. One day I will make it to BravoCon. I don't know what year. So please say they keep doing it more than this year. Like I can't go this year. So I'm really hoping they have it in future years because I would just eat that all up. But yeah, there was a moment in my life, or I should say a few moments, a series of moments in my life that really would have made for good reality TV. And it was the beginning of the end of like a multiple year friendship. So let's dive into what that is. So picture this in San Diego in the Gaslamp District. Totally cute setting. Amazing. And there with a friend, hanging out, like, you know, enjoying girl time. Hadn't seen each other for a bit. Just really like catching up. And I don't know, headspaces were different. Like I had gone through this whole like, self-growth phase. I was really moving into this positive space. I was becoming more like firm in who I was. I believed who I was. I was acting in the intention of what I wanted to be. You know, I had goals. I was working on myself. I, you know, had moved into a job I really liked and I felt like I was flourishing. I was, you know, all these steps. I felt like things were lining up for me. And so I was in this really like positive headspace and I don't know where she was really like I don't fully know I just know that something was off that weekend so we're you know here for this girls weekend together and it was like I think we didn't get towels at first like there was something with the towels not arriving or the cleaning didn't happen the right like something happened where like kind of you know was like this little the, the uh, match was lit like it was the start of this downward spiral. I think it was towels. Something happened. Maybe I used one too many. I'm, I'm not entirely sure what really set it off, but something set off in the room. Like the mood shifted. You know, you know what that feeling is. Like things are like, ooh, 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 hey, how's it going? Like happy, happy, happy. And then all of a sudden it's like, Oh, like what just happened? Like everything's off. Like there's, there's like static in the air. You can feel it. You can cut the tension with the knife. Like that whole thing. It's like the air was thick. I was like, okay, 
this hotel room is not big enough for the two of us anymore. Like something just shifted in the atmosphere. And I feel like I, I triggered it without realizing I was triggering it. Like that's the impression I got. And so I'm not entirely sure what was going on like outside, you know, what happened before I arrived or what was happening in her life that I didn't know about where I like triggered something like, you know, to change in our interaction. But it's like, it just kind of was slightly different. So we were trying to recover, like, oh, let's go out and do something. So we were walking, but it was like, we didn't want to go to the same place. And then it was like, one felt like the other was dragging the other one along. And then there was this really long Uber ride to, I think we wanted to go not to the zoo, but maybe it was a garden or something in San Diego. We were going somewhere and there happened to be this international food festival. So it was like overly crowded and something like we didn't have cash. And it was like this whole debacle, right? Like in those situations where you're like shoved in with all these people and like this mass chaos going on of this like event, you had no idea that was happening. And here you are thinking after this long Uber ride that you were getting to a garden, which was supposed to be peaceful relaxation, like the complete opposite. Like you can do one of two things. You can like laugh about it and be like, it is what it is. Let's like dive in or you can get angry about it. And, you know, it's just adding to the tension that's already there. And it's like, Oh my gosh. Okay. Now we're thrown into the mass chaos and we don't have cash and where's an ATM machine and how do we do this? And neither one of us were saying the right things. Like, it was like nothing was going right. Like, so obviously if we were option two, it, it was a negative thing. It like built on the towel incident in the room that had started. And after this long silent Uber ride where things were just escalating without anything being said, the car was getting you know, thick with air. And then we're like, hello, people. Like there's, where's the peace and serenity? <laughs> it was like, there was none of it. Like here we were like good intention to like go reset. And it was like mass chaos had erupted in front of us. And I just remember thinking, like, we're bumping into all these people trying to navigate all these booths. And I'm sure it was a very cool event. Like, it seemed like the people who were there to enjoy it and knew it was going to be there were just, like, loving every minute. It's like we weren't prepared. And there was all this tension. And so it was just a really weird, probably the worst setting to magnify, like, the the, the negativity that was going on in that moment. Um, so here we are, like getting angry about these things and like little fights were erupting. I, I think we didn't even have like cell signal for a minute and like we couldn't even get an Uber out. Like it was, you know, all of this and it was like anger was happening and snappiness and these comments and like nitpicking. Like, you know, it just, I felt like nothing I said or did was right. And I'm sure she felt like that. May, well, I don't know. I'm not going to assume what she felt about it, but I was trying to deescalate de-escalate because my entire life like I'm a de-escalator like when something's spiking I want to like bring it back down I want balance I'm a Libra I'm all about the balance and the calmness and so like my first instinct when people are fighting or when like something's getting heated or tension like what can I do to help like diffuse you know yes no like let me help let me calm so I don't know if that was driving her crazy that I wasn't reacting or maybe she thought I didn't care. Like, I have no idea how she was interpreting my, like, all of a sudden, like, let me just try to be a peacekeeper and how can I help solve this situation? Maybe I was trying to solve too much. You know, like, I don't really know, like, 
what my actions were doing. All I know is how I felt her actions were impacting me. And I felt like, you know, if I breathed the wrong way, like something was going to happen. Like it was getting so, so negative so fast. So we're like at this place and like, you know, the glasses come on, the sunglasses, you know, are like flying off. The hands are flailing in the air at me. Like I was just, I guess I was frustrating and I was getting frustrated than like me who wants to be calm and deescalate. Like I was getting hot. I, I just wanted for us to come up with like the solution. How do we fix this? Are we going to like give in and enjoy it and find the ATM and, you know, start buying the food or are we going to continue to bicker and try to figure out where to get a cell signal so we can get out of here. It was like, we, I felt like we couldn't get to this conclusion. Like there was, I just felt like we were spinning and walking around this place and getting more lost because we didn't know where we were in this park. And it was like, I just wanted resolution so we could like move on to the next phase, whatever that was going to be. So following around the park, I think at one point we actually were like, don't talk to me type thing. And we were like completely silent for a while and it's like, we finally got to the edge of the park and it was like cell service came back. Thank goodness. Got an Uber and left. So we decided that was wrong decision. It was too much. It was too much energy going on for the situation we already had going. So this is like a good part of a day now. Like, right. We started the morning with the towel incident that sparked whatever. And because it was already so like elevated or there was, you know, like the tension I didn't even ask what was wrong. Probably, I'm going to say that was like a big mistake. It wasn't a probably mistake. It was a mistake. I should have taken the moment in that space to say, hey, what's going on? This is not normal of, you know, our interactions. But I didn't. Mistake on my part. Should have tried to figure that out. But so we're escalated. We've gone more. Now we have this long Uber ride back. Again, completely silent. Like, I'm sure the driver was like, great, something's going on in this car. Like, I'm sure they were just loving it because we were both looking out our separate windows, you know, not a word being said. And just, I'm sure you could feel, you could feel the energy radiating off and it wasn't great. So poor Uber driver. I'm so sorry we made that long ride so uncomfortable. But we get back to the area by the hotel and we're like, okay, deep breath. Let's like try to fix this day. Like, let's move on to the next thing. So we're going, you know, around. We find some things that we like. Like, oh, you know, joking a little, smiling a little, doing all that. We're like, okay, cool, cool. We're moving past, past the drama. Or so I thought. So next, something else happens. Like another triggering. Oh, yes. We went to this restaurant. And they were, like, closed on the inside of the restaurant. That's right. Yeah, the restaurant, like, the only the outside area was open. I think maybe they were having an event later or something. But I remember she just, like, barged into the inside of the restaurant. And as I told you, like, I'm like, let me keep peace. Let me not be one to disrupt. I told you before, you know, prior I was, like, kind of like the teacher's pet or, like, a notch away from it. Like, let me please, somebody let me, you know, be in line, let me follow directions. So when you barge into a place that we were just told you couldn't sit in, and I get it, it was hot. It was a hot weekend. Like, the heat was not helping the situation, but I just was so embarrassed. Like, I got really embarrassed that somebody would walk into a place we were just told we couldn't sit in and, like, demand to sit inside. 
Granted, there are a ton of other restaurants around, a lot going on. And it just really rubbed me the wrong way. And like, all of a sudden I started thinking like, oh, this doesn't align with me. Like this, this isn't me. I don't, I'm not comfortable with this. Like, I'm not okay with this. And like, I remember kind of reacting in a snippy way. Definitely did not help the situation. Right. But like here we've been all day. I've been trying to be peaceful or so I think I am. I'm, I'm not sure. Again, I don't know how it was being interpreted, but I'm really trying to figure out how to solution and solve this situation. But it's like, for whatever reason, the, the restaurant was the straw that broke the camel's back in my case. Like I just, I couldn't move past that. I was like, how... How do we walk to a place and be like, no, we are sitting inside despite what you just said. And my reaction to that was, let's go somewhere else. Like we can go to another place. You know, I am embarrassed. I actually said that I I remember being like, I probably spoke down to, I probably did. I was probably like, I am super embarrassed by what you did. Like, this is not okay. Like, this is not okay at all. And you know, it was, it was just not a good situation. So there was like this little tiff at this restaurant inside where they told us not to be. And here I am like, not okay with this. We can't sit here. We can't do this. And then she was like, no, we're staying. We'll just eat outside or something. Well, then I don't know that there wasn't service fast enough. I mean, I was afraid that they maybe would spit in our food. I don't know. I, we there was such a disruption I felt to their day and they weren't thrilled with the way things were happening with us because it was kind of like a loud heated, you know, it was like a loud interaction and it was like, I felt uncomfortable and they were watching and other people were eating outside and seeing all this. And it was like, we were just like this disruption. And so all I wanted to do was leave. And so when she said she was going to stay, I was like, you know what? That's fine. You stay. I'm going to go. I can't do this. I can't sit here at this table after we've caused like these scenes, you know, voices were raised. Like people were very much aware that we were at the restaurant. So I like leave. I start walking down the street and then I hear her like yelling after me. So I had had too much. I realized I couldn't do anything else to fix the situation at the moment and I just needed space. So I just pretended to ignore her. Like I had no clue who she was as I'm walking down the street. And it was like, eventually like I went into this one place, she showed up, there was a menu that got ripped. I mean, a menu, who rips the menu in a restaurant? Like it it got ripped. Like here we are sitting at the table and I was just trying to like get food, recharge, reset, like revisit this. And then she was so mad at me for leaving and ignoring her that the frustration led to like the ripping of this menu at the table. And I was like, oh my gosh, I told them a table for one. Now there's two and we've caused a scene in yet another restaurant. Like I'm crawling in my skin at this point. I'm so uncomfortable with the situation because I like to be the peacekeeper. I like to, you know, keep things just just keep them peaceful. I don't want to draw attention. Like I don't want everybody at the restaurant knowing I'm sitting in the restaurant. I definitely don't want to disrupt other people's days. And this was like so loud and the the menu ripping, like it was, it was beyond crazy, beyond. 
And so then I end up walking over to this other bar area and going and sitting. And eventually she got there, but I was on the phone with somebody at the point because I just wanted to talk to somebody else, clear my mind. Like I needed that space. And I remember, oh yeah, we're in the same hotel room. Hmm. All my stuff's there. We've had a few drinks throughout the day, right? Like can't drive home or anything. Okay, so I need to like eventually get off the phone and turn around and like smooth this over. I need to, you know, kind of dismiss that the drama ever happened and act like it didn't because I need to be okay going to the room for the night. So, like, we had drama, like, menus ripping, yelling in restaurants, chasing down the street. (laughs) And I had to, like, turn and smile and be like, hey, yeah, no, all good. You know, it was a rough day, like, heat, like, the thing went wrong and, ah, ha, ha, you know, like, and she was doing the same thing. We both were just kind of like, oh, ha, ha, what a funny day. But it was, like, too soon. Like, neither of us were truly really thinking it was a funny day. And like I said, I don't know what I contribute. I know I contributed it, obviously. It was a two-sided thing going on. But it's like so much happened in such a short amount of time between us. And we had had years of friendship. And, you know, she is an amazing person. There's nothing wrong. It was just a bad day between friends. So it does not discredit her at all. But it's like whatever happened or shifted between us led to this point where we were both like fake nice to each other. Like probably neither of us could stand the other one at that point, but we were just like fake nice because we realized we were in this hotel room together. And so we like do the, "Uh uh-huh, nice, uh uh-huh, yeah, no, no, we're good. Yeah, great day, saw a lot, you know. Oh, great food here, good drink, let's go back at rest but it was like so we're back at the hotel we both kind of just turn on the tv or quiet like let things diffuse and that next morning at like 4 a.m or sometime early it was an early morning hour i like silently slipped out of bed packed all my stuff snuck out of the room and like got the valet to bring my car and i like took off Never said goodbye, nothing. Like, I literally, I don't know if it was a dine and dash situation in that way. Like, I did all the things that weekend. I was with her. I was staying in her hotel room. Like, I was doing that. And then, like, in the middle of the night, pretty much, I, like, removed myself from the situation. And it was, like, I remember, like, driving, wanting to get home and like calling my husband is in a more appropriate hour of when he might be up and just being like, I'm coming home. You can't even believe what just happened. And I get home, you know, and she tries calling and I'm sure it was to talk it through, but it was like, I wasn't in a place where I could talk it through. Like so much had happened that was out of my comfort zone, out of what I thought about myself and what I believed about myself, you know, like talk about self-love and how like that truly defines and it defines who you are as a person, what you believe and love and, you know, how you build yourself. And I just felt like so many things turned such a wrong way. 
And when like my whole life has been built on keeping peace and wanting balance and not wanting to be like, you know, the limelight of a situation where people know that I'm in a restaurant, like it was, I couldn't talk to her. Like I, I thought I would say something that I would regret. Like that's the mind space I was in. Like I, I didn't want to do that because like I said, we had years of friendship, like every other instance was good and it was like i needed to reconcile was this that we've grown apart like we've changed we're growing differently or was this just a bad weekend and one day we're gonna laugh at it like that's kind of where in my mind i had left it like all the drama i was like i'm ditching it back in san diego i am heading home i'm going to you know just be free of this for a bit and when i'm ready I will talk with her. Like I always had the intention to. Um, but fast forward a few months from all that, right? So like I haven't spoken to her. Something else pretty traumatic happened in my life, which was totally unrelated to this, but it took me into a headspace where I wasn't able to talk to her as soon as I could. Like all of a sudden, this weekend with all the drama felt very petty to me in comparison to this other thing that had happened, which I'm not going to share what it, what it was at this point. I don't know if I will later, but it was something monumental enough to where like, you know, priorities shifted in my mind. And I just realized like, I, I didn't have the, the emotional bandwidth. I didn't have that ability to talk to her the way she deserved from me right like as a friend of all these years like you deserve a certain level of respect and a certain level of you know just forgiveness and listening and all of that and I don't know I couldn't do it like I I wasn't in a place that I could do it so more time went on than I had intended and so when I was finally ready I think I called her we're probably talking like three months later now which is a long time. It's a very long time, and I understand that. But we were on this call, and it was like too much time had passed. The damage from that weekend was done. It was like set in. It was baked. Like She didn't think I was supportive enough, which I get. I wasn't in the time after. Like I couldn't be, but I never even explained it to her. Like I didn't. At that point, I realized in all that time that in the three months I realized like we were really good friends. We were a very strong support unit for each other. We shared a lot together, like a lot of highs, not many lows. It was really a lot of highs. Like somebody I saw a lot and it's like, I had to realize like it wasn't the right fit anymore. You know, it it was a sad realization, but it was like, the three months gave me perspective and the three months felt really long to her, which I appreciate because I understand that it would have been a re- if I was on the other end of that three months is a really long time over something like that, even though it was very dramatic and, and very big and, you know, crazy. It's a long time for two friends not to resolve it. And so I did, I, I appreciated her perspective and I told her I totally get it. Not a good friend. I did not follow up. I, I will own that and take it. And I said, I'm not going to give you an explanation for why I had one, but it wasn't important anymore. I realized the friendship 
wasn't wasn't serving either of us in a good way anymore. And I think she got that too. I was told the chapter in her life of me was closing and like, that was that, like we weren't friends. And I said, okay, cool. And then the phone hung up and that was the end of it. It literally ended with the chapter's closing. Our friendship is over and the phone clicked and that was that. I mean, years of friendship over in, well, really, a three-month time period of falling apart, but pretty much a five-minute phone call that summed it all up and said, weren't there, didn't support each other the way we should have, can't recover, friendship over, click. So it happens. Friendships fall out. And I'm always, I'm thankful for that friendship. I'm so thankful because at the time that it was really good, it was amazing. Like, it was support that I needed. I think we both mutually, right? Because if it was a good friendship, we both were benefiting from it. But at the time when it took this dramatic turn and like we realized there were differences between us and we just couldn't get aligned, like there was no aligning us, it doesn't serve anymore. When hurt happens or when there's this misalignment, it's like if you're really strong in your beliefs of who you are and where you're going and something doesn't fit anymore, you can't force it. You just can't. It's not going to feel right. Like you're going to feel like something's off. You know, you're going to be, it's going to wear on you. It's going to suck positive energy because it's a negative weight. And it's like, okay, we need to deal with this negative weight. It's sitting on my shoulders. It's heavy. It's there. It's there. Like every day it's there. And trust me, every day for those three months, it was there. And I get it. I was the one dragging it out. It was me who was delaying the closure or the moving on. And I think the three months, like it prevented us from being able to move on because I, nothing, I did not send a text. I did not call. I did not email, no courier pigeon, like nothing happened. I, I literally went silent for three months, which is 90 days. It's a long time to go silent on somebody. So I get it. But I think it, it gave me the space to really evaluate like what was important in my life and you know, what needed to happen. And like, if I'm moving in my positive direction still, and I'm trying to get somewhere, who am I taking on that journey with me? Who, who is aligned with me? Who is going to serve me in the right way, in the way that I need to be supported and all this? And, you know, it just wasn't a fit anymore. And it's totally okay that it isn't. And like, I wish nothing but the best, like, it was an amazing time that we had, but things like that are going to happen. Like maybe not in that style of, you know, the, the blow up at the end there, like that doesn't have to happen, but people are going to fall out of your lives. And whether it's like moving in distance and you just stop like texting or you just, you know, the call stop or slow, or maybe it just turns into like on social media, they like something and you're like, oh, hey, look, it's that, you know, we used to have some great times. But maybe it is somebody who is super present in your life. And it's okay if you guys grow in different ways or different things. Like as long as you're both accomplishing what you want to do and, you know, it's okay if things grow apart because we're not meant to be friends with everyone forever. It just, it doesn't happen like that. And I know like there's fear, right? When someone in your life that you were so close to is suddenly gone. It's like, 
oh my gosh, we used to, used to do dinner. I used to go to lunch. Like, I'm going to be alone. I don't have any other friends. You know, like, do I have other friends? Or it's like you start going in this spiral like, oh my gosh, okay, what, what am I going to do with my time? I used to do this. Or we used to go to the gym and do this. Or we would grab coffee here or whatever it is. Like you start thinking like, I have no friends. I'm not going to make friends. I'm an adult now. Like, how am I going to make friends? Like adults don't make friends. You know, where do you meet people to be friends? We don't have school anymore. Like there's nothing to rely on. I mean, you know, your coworkers and sure, maybe if somebody new gets hired, but it's like, I also work with them. I can't like be with them all the time. Like there's just so many things in your head spiraling, but guess what guys? Me time equal self-love time. So when you can sit with yourself and be by yourself for that moment, you can really reflect on like what you like, what do you enjoy? Like get comfortable doing things on your own. Like enjoy that time. And the more you like are growing and you're pushing yourself and you're getting comfortable with yourself and you're really investing in you. I don't know. It's like you meet new people all of a sudden, like these impossible people that were out there that you're like, I'm never going to meet. Somehow they like cross your path, whether it's meeting in the elevator at a hotel like I did in Miami. You know, I, I spoke about that on a previous podcast. I met somebody in a hotel elevator and I've now been talking to them for five years. It's these chance happenings that are occurring where people are going to appear in your life when you need people, they're going to be there. They could be there for the rest of your life and become this lifelong friend, or they may be there for a few months, or it may only be for a year, or maybe more. Who knows? But it's it's okay to let go of people when you need to. And appreciate it. Understand where they're coming from, because they're going through it too. This isn't just a me situation. It's helping benefit you, because if you're letting go of people who don't quite align with where you are in life, it's okay. You're growing, you're changing, and you're allowed to do that. And it's a really good thing because in the end, you're going to feel lighter. You're going to learn to appreciate the time you had with them if you weren't fully or you'll look back fondly still and remember, now I totally laugh at that that weekend we had. It was funny. It's a funny story now to me, like no harm done, no ill feelings. All love for that. Things happen for reasons and they propel you and move you forward in different ways and challenge you in ways. And it's how you respond to those challenges and where you're going next that's going to determine whether it's still part of your, you know, the narrative we've talked about writing before, if it's still part of that journey. But I promise you, when you are practicing self love and you are continuously putting yourself first in the way of, doing things that are right for you. I don't mean that you're better than somebody else or you're more important than the other person. I just mean when you are thinking of yourself in the way of, okay, let's be real. Am I holding on to this because it's comfortable and because it would be really bad if I didn't and I have fear of what that means. If you're holding on to somebody for that, but when you're putting yourself first, you're thinking, okay, what's my next step? Where am I going with this? How am I going to grow? Maybe not everyone grows with you in that way. And it's cool. I promise you, though, new opportunities are going to come. You're going to meet new people. And you're going to form new friendships. Today, I have this view on friendship like, 
you know, I'm going to invest wholeheartedly into all the friendships that are serving me. That's all it takes is knowing who you are, what you want, and how other people fit into that. And once you put yourself first and define that, you can't go wrong. You can't go wrong. So keep yourself always first. Appreciate the alone time you have to really dig in and learn who you are. Appreciate the friends you have while you have them. And be okay if they're not your friends for life. We'll discuss more things because sometimes it's not cutting out friends. Maybe it's just setting boundaries in place, you know, like distancing in cases. It's not everything has to be so final or ending. We'll discuss boundaries coming up in another podcast. So keep tuning in. That was your weekly dose of self-love with me, Lo. Want more? Tune in next week and connect with me on Instagram at Mrs. Lauren Elizabeth Jones. Send me a DM. Let me know what you want to hear, what you think, and we'll talk about it all. Join me on the next Love Yourself Inside Out podcast.